The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I am Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock Eastern. You're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, a few months ago, I don't know if you heard about this or not, a study by Microsoft with Ogilvy Chicago and Mindshare was released. And um, what I found fascinating about it was it took a little peek into women's online behavior. They took a look at women from various ages, life stages, you know, we're talking Gen Xers, Gen Yers, Boomers, moms, you know, those of us who work work outside of the home and those of us who stay at home full time, and um, found that 16% of the women that they surveyed really had a higher propensity to shop, communicate, and employ digital services, which is really not a huge surprise. They call these women digital divas, and they say that they are the trendsetters for marketers to understand um, really how to go mainstream with digital. Um, 86% of those digital divas pass along interesting finds to others. And, uh, you know, they check out things like rewards, loyalty cards, cell phones, coupons on the computer, TiVo, DVR, all those things as things that really provide solutions to their daily lives. And, you know, if you're marketing to women, it's all about making their lives easier. And obviously, uh, social media, online, websites do all of those. And, in fact, so much so that they said only 11% said that they would throw out their personal laptop if they were forced to, while others said their television and cell phone would be the first thing that they throw out. I don't know about you, but I would definitely throw out my cell phone first. I get way too many phone calls on that thing. Um, 85% read email every single day. 22% shop online at least once a day. And um, they really see this type of media as an extension of themselves, not too terribly surprising. Well, a, a big consumer of this type of media, of course, is Alpha Mom, and she's our purse profile today. There's over 1.6 million of Alpha Moms out there, average age about 39, and they make about $121,000. That's their median household income. Now, these ladies like to keep up with fashion. They like to set the trends. They're very confident. They like the their individualism, they're ambitious and motivated, and they do like things that are new, that kind of change up the routine, but they really do value quality over quantity. That's, they like owning good quality things, and speaking of that, they like to shop at Neiman Marcus, Ikea, Williams-Sonoma, Pier 1, Bloomingdale's, and Nordstrom's. You know, they're out there driving Volvos, BMWs, uh, Fords, and Hondas, and um, when it comes to designers, 
they enjoy Bobby Brown, Vera Wang, Christian Dior, Prada, and Chanel. Now, how do you get in front of this alpha mom? Well, she's reading a lot of magazines. First for Women, Wired, W, Jane, Better Homes and Gardens, and InStyle are all tops with her. And, um, you know, she's online a ton, too. Pretty much anywhere you want to get in front of her, she's online. And she's either online for travel, she's online for entertainment. Um, There's many, many things that this woman is out there searching for information on. And, in fact, um, searching for information is a lot of what these women are doing. Um, They are out there um, trying to find the latest and greatest. So whether it's Amazon.com, CNN.com, Ticketmaster, eBay, Travelocity, um, they're there. They're watching CNN, HGTV, Bravo, and E. Well, my guests for this program know a lot when it comes to digital and women. In fact, they've gone out and they've done their own survey. Terry Walter is the Vice President of Emerging Media with Razorfish. Laura Fortner is the Senior Vice President, Marketing and Insights of Cafe Mom. Now, Razorfish is one of the largest interactive marketing and technology companies in the world, while Cafe Mom is the largest online community for moms. Both of these ladies are here today to share the results of a joint two-part report about Digital Mom. It really looks at the ways that technology and social media are affecting moms' lives, every part of their lives. And I will tell you, I've read the whole report. It is one of the most comprehensive studies I've ever seen. And marketers, you're going to want to take notes during the interview. Terry and Laura will share lots of great implications for your business. So stick around. More purse strings when you return. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search. ABCSearch.com. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Today, I have the good fortune of hosting guests who will share their insights about mom's digital and social networking behaviors. Terry Walter, VP of Emergency Emerging Media with Razorfish, and Laura Fortner, Senior Vice President, Marketing and Insights with Cafe Mom. Terry and Laura, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having us, Maria. Oh, I'm so excited to have you both on. As I was saying a little bit earlier, I have read this entire report, and I found every detail so fascinating. 
And it is a two-part report called Digital Mom. It's hot off the press. But before we spend the remaining time together talking about that, I would love for each of you to talk a little bit about your respective organizations, Razorfish and Cafe Mom. Okay, great. This is Terry Walter. I'm the Vice President of Emerging Media at Razorfish. And Razorfish is one of the largest digital marketing agencies in the world. We have a variety of clients, and we counsel them on how to use channels like the web, like mobile devices, like advanced television and in-store technologies to reach their consumers. And we also advise them on social influence marketing, which is our approach for using social media and influencers um, to meet the needs of um, a, a marketing brand. And some of our clients are Carnival and Levi's and Disney, et cetera. Yeah, you work with some great brands there, I, I know. I, all of them household names, very exciting stuff. Now, Laura, tell us a little bit about Cafe Mom. Sure. Uh, well, I'm Laura Fortner. I'm SVP of Marketing and Insights at Cafe Mom. I've been with the site since we launched back in November of 2006. Um, so currently, Club, uh, Cafe Mom is the largest online community and social network dedicated just for moms and moms-to-be. Uh, we've amassed over 1.7 million mom members in our first two years. Um, really finding tremendous response amongst the mom community, eager to connect with other moms like themselves, get information, advice, and support, or just to express themselves and have some fun online. So we really pride ourselves on having a very safe, well-lit online community for moms. They're very comfortable sharing, connecting on a whole wide range of topics. And you know, we really offer over 70,000 mom-created groups on every topic a mom could look for, anything from dealing with autism to raising tweens to saving money. You know, it's just remarkable, isn't it, the the amount of growth Cafe Mom has had in just three short years. I'm I'm really stunned that it's only been since 2006, Laura, that Cafe Mom's been around. I feel like I've been reading about Cafe Mom for 10 years. Well, congratulations on your growth, and um, obviously you're doing something right. And it's so exciting to see both of your organizations come together because you did partner to, to really go deep on mom's digital and social media habits, both of you independent experts, but to bring that expertise together is really exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about your approach to the study, um, and who is the digital mom you were hoping to get at? Sure. Uh, well, we we wanted to really look at what moms were using emerging technologies for. A lot of our clients know that they're in social media, know they're in mobile, know they're on the web, but it's not apparent um, just how much we're not able to get at the quality, the quantity, and the relative impact that those channels are having relative to other channels like television, magazines, etc. We also thought that social media was actually having a much bigger impact than even the tools that we use in our industry were telling us. So um, we wanted to interview moms. Um, in the Razorfish case, we, uh, we did a survey of 1,500 moms in October, um, and we fielded a study um, and we, uh, we define digital moms as those moms who were using at least two web or web 2.0 technologies in the last three months. Among those channels, it could have been online video, it could have been RSS, social networks, even DVRs or TiVos. Um, and they also had to have either researched, purchased, or sought advice in one of 12 categories, one of 12 vertical markets like medical or telecommunications or food or clothing. Um, and um, what we found actually was that there are 32 million moms in the U.S. with children who go online, 
And our study projects out to 84% of that audience. Um, so um, we're, and we're um, able to um, project all of our data out at 90% statistic significance. So, um, you know, there's a, a lot that went into the study, and um, we really value Cafe Mom's insight as well to help us understand social media more deeply. So on the Cafe Mom side of things, you know, we recognize that more than half of the moms online were also in social networks and a fairly new audience segment for the marketers out there to really understand. So the companion study that we did with Razorfish was called Connecting with the Socially Networked Moms. So we did a similar survey. Uh, we reached out to over 1,700 moms who were part of Cafe Mom. It's so a unique survey with some coordinated questions. And then we were able to also layer into our research on that side the actual um, online behaviors from our member database to really validate a lot of the behaviors that they were talking about um, in the survey itself. So lots of interesting insights to come out of that. A lot of women, obviously, between the two-part survey, um, the, the two-part study, you touched a lot of women, a lot of women giving you insight, and that 90% is, is huge. I, I can imagine that when you're sitting down and you're trying to decide um, your approach for this study, you always, you always approach it with the end in mind. What did you want to determine when you began this project? Well, I would say, you know, understanding what technologies moms are using and why, certainly a big part, I think, of the, the razorfish side of things. On the cafe mom side of things, really understanding the impact social media is having on moms' lives. Why are they using it? Um, how is it impacting the other media that they're consuming? And how is it also impacting the information sources that they're trusting when it comes to so many of the purchase decisions that so many moms uh, need to make every week? And we found that moms are really reaching out to a whole new set of people through these emerging technologies, through social networks, as well as through many other platforms. So they're able to now stay in touch with a whole new base of friends that they're able to reach out to regularly for information and advice on shopping matters. And so this is really changing the whole way that moms are being influenced on purchases and how the impact of traditional advertising and media content really on the wane. We also wanted to understand how marketers needed to change what they were doing and how the new consumption patterns of digital moms um, warranted new approaches by marketers. Well, and I was, that's exactly what I was going to say, is, is just hearing um, kind of what you want to determine, I would imagine that in this economy, the information that you found is really vital to marketers, especially when it comes to stimulating interest and trial around products, which in this economy, <laughs> you know, people just aren't buying as many things as they used to buy. So I'm sure that's all ever more important today. I would imagine, though, um, you know, you came to this project with a lot of insights um, because this is what you do. This is your area of expertise. But I would imagine, too, that you found some things that did actually surprise you. Can you share what those were? I would say on the Cafe Mom side, you know, really understanding how much time moms are spending online. Um, you know, moms are so busy with so many different things going on in their lives. But, you know, the average respondent that we talked to spent over 18 and a half hours per week online. That's two to three hours a day, which is a significant investment on behalf of the moms. And then even understanding within that, you know, where are social networks falling in terms of their usage patterns? And again, the average respondent that we had spending over eight hours a day on Cafe Mom, eight hours a week, rather, on Cafe Mom alone. So clearly moms are investing a lot of time in their social network connections. And I think one of the surprising things was that they weren't just socializing when they were there. You know, clearly they were also enjoying chatting, meeting up um, with old friends, finding new friends, but really that information seeking, looking for advice and information um, really was one of the unexpected findings. We saw that 
80% of the moms said they actually got great value on um, product information they might uh, product information through the other moms in their social network. So that was one of the surprising things for us. And I think from the Razorfish side, um, what we saw were that search engines and email and news sites are normally the channels that are used most and the channels that we spend a lot of media dollars within. But now social networks, text messaging, um, which is SMS, instant messaging, and gaming um, are used by more than 50% of all women, and they're actually used more than news sites. So now you, know, you have to have these channels within your media diet, within the normal staple of channels that are used in digital marketing. We also saw that there are mainstream channels that aren't used um, as high as by 50% of women, but that are used by at least 25%. Um, and, um, but what surprised us mainly was that um, a lot of the older women, 45 and plus, the older moms, are demonstrating information-seeking behaviors. They're using uh, consumer reviews. They're using uh, online video. Um, and they're using podcasting more than their younger counterparts, which are 34 and under. The, the younger set is really looking at um, newer technologies and more social technologies like social networks, um, like SMS and mobile. Um, to, um, and some of that activity is actually replacing the activity that, um, that they were using other channels for. Um, so very, a lot of surprises there in terms of different, different habits by age of the mom. Um, we also saw some interesting findings um, when you look at it by the age of the child that the mom has at home. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, you were talking about the age of the mom and that older mom being 45 and older doing some things that online that you, you were a little bit surprised about. But I would imagine it has to do with the fact that they probably have a little bit more time on their hands if they have older children. Is that what you found? Absolutely. Uh, it seems that time is definitely a factor, but the other factor is that their children are online. Moms that, have, um, that are 45 plus are also more likely to have children that are at least 12 years old, and we found that from the ages of 12 to 18, uh, children are very active in newer channels um, like social networks, like blogs, um, that, um, that many could consider to be uh, more open channels of communication. Um, and for children, um, um, channels that are maybe unknown, um, that, that have expectations um, around privacy, et cetera. Um, so we do find that moms are spending a lot more time um, on social networks, on blogs, um, monitoring their children, um, if they have at least a child who's 12 or above. Um, they're also watching more online video and, um, and actually using longer form content, which of course relates back to time. Mm-hmm. And Laura, I know that um, you actually put these moms into specific categories based on their di digital habits, and there's a number of them. And um, I know it, it's going to take you a little while to explain that, so I want to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about those specific categories. You're going to want to stick around and hear about that. More purse strings when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast and expensive. Excellent and on time. Offshoring.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. You're listening to Purse Strings. Joining me today are Terry Walter, VP Emerging Media with Razorfish and Laura Fortner, Senior Vice President, Marketing and Insights with Cafe Mom. And we've been talking about the fascinating results of their joint two-part study called Digital Mom. And Laura, right before the break, um, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about the specific categories that you put these moms in really based around their digital habits. Can you talk about the categories in specific? Sure. Um, Well, we looked at a number of characteristics for our mom respondent base. So we had demographic characteristics, psychographic, as well as behavioral information that came together that really impacted the type of digital mom that each was within the social network experience. So life experience, certainly one part of it, how old the mom is, how old her child is, as Terry just touched on. But we did find there were a number of other factors that also impacted her social networking patterns. So things like her motivations for being part of a social network. Why is she there? Is she one of those types that's there to get just get information and go? Or is she really social and wants to meet new people or stay in touch with people she already knows? Um, just socialness in general, a very big theme. Is she very social online and offline? Uh, and her communication style, just some of the core drivers. Does she like one-on-one communications or is she more of a blogger who enjoys connecting with a large audience? So we had a number of social networking use factors. There were probably six or more in total. And we found that of that, then we had five segments emerge from that. We had a self-expressor, a utility mom, a groupster, an information seeker, and a hyperconnector. I know there's, there's a lot to cover, so I think mm-hmm. maybe I'll just highlight two very contrasting types uh, within that. Um, so at one end of the spectrum, we have our hyperconnector. She tends to be a little more mature. She's usually in her early 40s with teens at home. She's extremely social. Uh, she's including her offline friends into her social network online, and she's collecting many, many new online friends as she joins different groups and gets into different conversations. So she's very comfortable driving conversation and blogging, and she's really part of a social network to meet new people and share information and advice. But she's only about 9% of our sample. You know, a a larger sample uh, was our utility mom, who represented 26% of the moms out there. You know, she's a little more uh, introverted. She's got a very well-defined social circle offline in in the real world. So she's not really so interested in expanding her network online. Um, Social networks for her are more about staying in touch with people she already knows and getting practical information and advice. We see, you know, utility moms more inclined to join groups for her local neighborhood or her school to help her keep tabs really on things that are happening in her own backyard. And she engages a bit more with online diversions. She's actually our our highest indexer for online poll questions and playing with widgets and games when she does have a few free moments to herself. Uh, So in addition to those two types, we do have... You know, three others. There's an info seeker who's really more a content consumer than content creator, very information driven. We have a self expressor who's more visual than verbal in her communication style, really enjoys design aspects, photo sharing, customizing her homepage. And then we have a groupster who really enjoys initiating and building out online communities in her interest areas. 
It's very, very fascinating. I found those groups all just really fascinating. And I was, of course, looking for myself in there. And I I think I have to be utility mom, to be perfectly honest with you. I I go online, but I am not incredibly social online. And even though I don't do a lot of gaming and widgets, I think you're talking to a utility mom today. I think that's – I found my profile. Well, you're Um, in very good company. I know that um, I'm a utility mom, and Terry has taken a little quiz we developed, and she, too, is a utility mom. So there's lots of us out there. There you go. I knew I liked you too. We're the same kind of mom. <laughs> um, Terry, I know that, um, you know, you found throughout the study that there are technologies, as, as Laura's kind of gone through the profiles, there's obviously technologies that some of these women are embracing, but then there's, all, there's others that really they might not be so hip to. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Well, you know, there are different technologies for different uses. And when we look at mainstream channels, what we're talking about are channels that are used by at least 25% of all women. So while 50% or more of all digital moms are using things like social networks, text messaging, and gaming, um, channels like your DVR, your, your TiVo, for example, are, are used by almost 30% of moms, blogs by about 30% of moms, and online video by about 36% of moms. This is still a, an enormous number of women when you look at you know, the overall sample being 32 million. 36% of that is huge. Um, so we shouldn't discount these channels just because they're not used by at least half of moms. Um, but what we found were that um, channels that were more niche actually um, might be smaller communities when you look at them by reach, but actually the women are extremely passionate about them. The second part of the Razorfish study um, looked at which channels had the most impact on three stages of the purchase funnel, first hearing about a product, learning or researching more about it, and then finally making a decision. And what we found was that a channel like mobile browsing, which is basically accessing the web on your mobile device, it's only used by about 10% of digital moms, but of the moms who use it, it was highly, highly influential um, in two areas of the purchase funnel, researching and purchasing, as well as at that final decision-making point. And um, what we feel is that as mobile browsing and smartphone penetration increases, we're going to start to see mobile um, really make a difference. And we think that brands are going to find new and unique ways to reach consumers um, at the point of purchase using mobile devices. So we're really excited about that. Um, And of course, social media um, is also extremely influential in both the learning phases and in the the decision-making phases. We're starting to see the blurring of the lines between friends and anonymous friends, Um, almost... um, 36%, I believe, uh, let me double-check that, 35% actually um, of moms who use social networks are engaging with strangers or online friends to get information. Um, And the trust that they're building and the friendships that they're forming um, by reaching out to people like them who may not be their friends is really starting to change how people interact so this is uh, this is really exciting, and um, I know that you're a radio show, so you must be interested in podcasting as well. Um, <laughs> of podcasting, <course. laughs> podcasting is um, is also really considered a, a niche channel. Um, it's only used by about eleven percent of digital moms. Tends to be forty five and older who are using it. Once again, the time factor might come into play. Um, deeper information seeking is happening among older moms. 
um, and podcasting is definitely one of one of those mediums. Um, but once again, when we look at the purchase funnel, podcasting comes up very high um, in the middle um, relative to all of the other channels among the moms who use it. So it may not be high reach, but of the people who use it, um, very important for marketers. Mm-hmm. So much information to share, and I feel like, you know, we're, we're here we are running out of time, but before we leave in about the minute that we have left, I mean, obviously, you've shared a lot of ways that marketers can stay in touch and get in front of their target consumer, and I would imagine knowing what social media tools these audiences like to use would be very key for marketers to know. Is there anything else that they should be taking away from your findings? In terms of Razor Fish's point of view, we really think that testing social media is one thing, but now that we've really gotten comfortable understanding how it's being used and understanding the types of digital moms that interact in this space, that you really need a strategy. As Laura said, there are different ways that you can reach these different types of moms, and um, building a strategy that leverages these different tactics um, is critical now. Um, because it's it's all about how these moms interact together in the social space. Um, and in terms of other channels, we really need to understand that digital channels are very real opportunities for marketers. In some cases, they're offsetting television and magazines um, and radio um, in terms of their impact. And um, of the channels that may not have as much reach, um, the passion's there. Um, so um, we, we understand that different things work depending on the age of the mom, the age of the child, the stage of the purchase, um, as well as the vertical category that you're in. Um, but um, we, we, I'm, it's really important that you understand how digital channels are being used for your particular product and, and how social media is working and, and um, leverage that for your brand. And, Laura, any, any famous last words before we wrap it up? I don't want to leave you out. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one of our takeaways was just the impact of word-of-mouth media and how important word-of-mouth is to moms these days. No matter what the digital channel is that she's engaging with, getting that trusted advice and information from her friends or her, her online friends or people who feel like friends because she has something in common with them, just an increasingly important resource for time-constrained moms who have a lot of purchase decisions to make. Well, ladies, you've just been a wealth of information, as I knew you would. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank, thank you for you. having us. Oh, it's been very exciting. For those of you who want to learn more about Razorfish and Cafe Mom, check out Razorfish.com and CafeMom.com. And if you want to know more about Digital Mom and the results of this report, because there is so much great information out there, log on to DigitalMom.Razorfish.com to check it out. So thanks again to my guests, and thanks to my producer, Eddie, for a great show today. Join me for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Joining me will be Lauren Weiner, Senior Vice President of Mary. Meredith Interactive. We'll be chatting about the Meredith Women's Network, the first brand network comprised of premium websites geared toward the topics that matter most to women. So until then, make it a great one. <laughs>